And welcome back to the Off the Clock Show, podcast extraordinaire. You're joined today by myself, Sean Gervais from Orbis X, as well as Marty, Mr. Marshall Hill from Hyperclean Car Care Products, as well as the Pints and Polishing Podcast, and Mr. Fantastical. How are you doing today? <laughs> Was that Needed fam- some sort of intro. <laughs> testicle or testicle? I fantastical, it. not testicle. Oh, testicle. <laughs> it's the bald head. That's what it is. It's the bald it's head. It. Yeah. <laughs> doing good. What are you sipping on today? Me? I, I actually joined you on what you usually do. So I got a little captain. Yeah. So I, I figured uh, it, it's funny. I was going. I had a little captain here myself. Mixed hey, there we go. Cheers. Mm. Community. But uh, it's funny. I was actually. So we have this thing here called the LCBO. It's the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. That's what it stands for. Um, so it's run by the government. Uh, funny enough, it's one of the largest importers of wine in the world. Hmm. Yeah. That's because most places where they make wine, they're exporting. <laughs> but it's the, the largest importer, uh, apparently, which is pretty crazy. Learn that at a wine tasting put on by the LCBO. So you guys um, drink more wine? A LCB, lot of wine. Is that because you guys are gay? Is that what it is? LCB, yeah, yeah. Somewhat? Huh? <laughs> no, you know what it is? Yeah, it's, it's actually, it's one, yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's a L, LCBO plus. Um, but uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, the reason is actually because statistics are a funny thing. But you're uh, French Canadians, that's why. It's, French Canadians, exactly. Actually, there they have it. It's called the SAQ uh, on that side of the border. Uh, I don't know what that stands for. Something of Quebec. But but anyway, the reason it's the largest importer is because it's a single entity. Uh, so they, because of the number of locations they have, it's owned by the government. They're, they're everywhere. Like in our city alone, I don't know, 100 something plus. But uh, it seems strange most- that your liquor is owned, the, the distribution of your liquor is owned by the government. It is. They've started now selling it in grocery stores. Um, they haven't quite got to like all the convenience stores, things like that yet. Uh, on the Quebec side. Is, is that why you get free health care? Because everybody, everybody's <laughs> drinking and the government makes some money off the booze. Exactly. Like, we can so, give away the health care. We just need to charge yeah. them for the booze. Exactly. They get us on both ends, right? That's the, <laughs> exactly. But when I was in there, they, uh, there used to be maybe, I don't know, five or six different varieties of rum, things like that. You know, the, the majors, and then they'd have a couple exotics. And then they had a case that had some, you know, really nice stuff. But uh, they've introduced so many different brands I'm seeing in there now. Uh, they Like there's a Chinese rum that's in there. Never even heard of it before. I'm a little oh. scared to try it because one time yeah. a buddy gave me this Chinese beer. Uh, oh, what was it called? Oh, my gosh. It has a T. It's like Tang Tiger. or something. Like oh, Sal? The TSO or something? Sal? I think that's it. Yeah. yeah you didn't like it. it? It was like green, green bottle. Well, I mean, yeah. a lot of beers, green bottles, but yeah. No, I didn't like no. it at all. Yeah. It, uh, the taste, to be honest, wasn't terrible. It's what it did to me afterwards. Like Southeast severe Southeast Asia and those places, they're like Budweiser is uh, called Tiger. Tiger yeah. beer, if you ever find it. Sometimes you can randomly... In a U.S. liquor store, you can randomly find one if they've got a lot of, uh, like you said, exports. So they got a lot of stuff that yeah. are, I guess, imports on that side. Like, but yeah. uh, you can find Tiger. Uh, you can generally find that that sat that that one you're talking about. You can find sometimes here in a in a sushi place. I'm good. I get it. That's not ch- Chinese food, but yeah. But they kind of miss it. It's Oklahoma, like. Yeah. The fuck do you expect? I mean, we don't like it is what it is, you know. We <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a, it's so funny. It's the same thing here. It's it's brutal. It's uh, here because here our biggest demographic I'd say is like Lebanese and uh, like there's a shawarma shop 
everywhere. Oh my God. It's uh it's crazy. They're just everywhere. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's funny. The, like the Asian restaurants, there's a couple that are like very, very Asian. There's one that's, there's a tour bus that comes here with, you know, people when they're visiting from China, first time, things like that. Uh, they go on this tour bus and there's like 12 stops or something. The eighth stop is at this Chinese restaurant that's in the same plaza as our shop. And so we hired this new guy one time and he wanted to go because he said he loves Asian food and he wanted to go eat up at the plaza. So he goes upstairs and one of our guys stopped him and they said, uh, you should check out the Asian place. I know you like Chinese food. <laughs> so he sends him there knowing full well what he's in for, because this guy, when he says he likes Chinese food, he likes the, you know, the stuff you get at like the mall. You know what I mean? Like he likes that kind of like, you know, the combos one, two or three. This restaurant is traditional food from back home. And so they guy gets there, can't read the menu, of course, you know, things like that. He's struggling with it. And uh, so he came back and we were like, what'd you eat? And he's like, well, you know, since I was there, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to like say no. So I asked them to bring me whatever they recommend. <laughs> and they brought him just a bunch of like these, uh, I think they were duck eggs, but they were mm -hmm. eggs, uh, definitely. And like the embryos and stuff. And uh, anyway, he, he ate it though. But uh, he went home early that day and we were all making, you know, assumptions as to why, you know, I mean, we'll never know. But I was talking yeah. to my wife about this the other day. Like, it is strange of people and different parts of the country and actually different parts of the world and different people's fascinations with eggs. It's almost uh. one thing that any animal or any being or anybody like we love eating other things, babies. Yeah, like, it's true. Love it's it. <laughs> like, absolutely love it. It's one of the best things you can ever do, right? Like it's true. <laughs> That's true, it's you strange. know. You know, I gotta like, be honest, one of the most bravest people on the planet, I think, was the first person that ever ate an egg. Oh yeah. What the like, hell? Like that? like now we all know it's like, okay, an egg, you can do this, that, whatever. But like the first person, you the know, the caveman, like, right? Like he Yeah. Something happened and it cracked, and he was like, Oh, hey. Yeah, oh. yeah. He's like, Ooh. Some salt. <laughs> It's true. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's I don't. I, I can eat eggs now, obviously, but to like sometimes I look at them and I'm like, the first you ever person. Eat I raw eggs? Of... Like, is that ever a thing for you? Like, do you remember yeah. back? I don't know if it still is or not, but back in the day, there was that rumor that you were supposed to like if you were going to get muscle, like you were supposed to eat raw eggs and like sip on eggs throughout the day. I don't know if that's still yeah. a thing, but it, I, it I just never thing. could do that. I love eggs. Yeah. I love to cook them. I, I just. I've never I'm gotten into raw eggs. Yeah, I prefer or, to cook them. Or but... cooked eggs like a, like boiled eggs. I can't do that. Raw oh, eggs no or boiled eggs. Nope, I'm oh, out. Shoot. I've got to like drink. cook it on a pan. We drink. We eat. Sorry. We eat a lot of uh, boiled eggs here. Um, it's yeah. uh, in the morning and stuff, but uh, deviled eggs too. I don't know if yeah, you've ever had Yeah, my wife does. I can't. It's the texture of the yolk. It's horrible. Uh, I love yeah, a runny yeah. yolk. I, I don't eat yolks anymore. It's the high cholesterol bullshit, you know, way so, to go yeah. hereditary stuff, you know, yeah. right. <laughs> but, uh, but I still eat, you know, I still eat the, 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 the white, even okay, when yeah. before I never could, if I cooked an egg and that yolk got anywhere hard is out, I couldn't eat it. Damn. I can't do a, that. Yeah. Uh -uh. It does have a do weird a texture yolk. though. I will say, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't think I could. And uh, see, I can eat it if it's a whole egg, but sometimes my daughter in the morning, she doesn't like the, the yellow part either. So she'll take yeah. it out and then she'll give it to me. And I used to take it and eat it. And after two or three times, I was like, no, no, no. From now on, just throw it in the garbage. It on its own. I can't do, but as a whole egg, yeah, no problem. But, uh, yeah, I used to, I used to do the, 
like the raw eggs because I, I used to box and my trainer at the time told me you know this is what you got to do and so but I, I did it for about a year and a half and then after that I, I told him one day I was just like listen I can't do this man I can't do it anymore I thought I was gonna you know like get used to it or develop a taste for it or something it just never happened and then one day I was like look I'm not doing this like I'll put me in the ring I'll fight anybody but I'm not I'm not drinking that like that's not happening and then and to be honest I didn't notice any difference in in anything like I didn't like when I was on the program, when I was off the program, didn't notice any difference in my my stamina, my energy or fighting strength, nothing, nothing. There was no difference. I'm convinced it's a myth. I, I don't know. I think it's, I don't know. Don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but hey, have you seen any good posts? Uh, I've been off social media. I was gone in Montreal for the weekend, but. Uh, You've been off. All right. So I saw a good post. Uh, I thought it was, at least it was hilarious for me. And it was uh, Back to the Future 4. Yeah. Yeah. Now, of course, it was a joke, right? Like, you know, not really happening, right? Like Marty McFly really can't come back, right? Like it's, it's not going to happen. But I just sat there going, wow. You know, what a great series of movies for car guys, you know, for us, like besides Biff being the mobile detailer and he's scrubbing away overall, it's a great series of movies for, you know, a cool car riding around in cars, things that cars can do. Yeah. What's been your favorite series though, right? You can't do, there's no way, right? You can't do fast and the furious. No, no. You got anything else though that uh, you, you think is a, a cool car movie or a movie that is appreciative of cars and you can't use cars either. Right. Like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, what is it? Kirby reloaded or what's that? that Lightning McQueen. Yeah. 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 No, for me to but be honest, Kirby, it was, it was the, was it really the little beetle bug? Kirby? No, no, that no. Was I was your, joking. That was your favorite movie of all times. Right. Worst. Absolutely. Horrible. Absolutely. No, my what about Knight Rider. Were you a Knight Rider yeah. guy? No, it wasn't either. Before your yeah. time, huh? Yeah. It, it, honestly, one of the, the memories that I remember, uh, memories I remember, one of the things I remember um, being like a cool car was... No, there's uh, this memory that I remembered the other day. Yeah, there's a memory I remember. I was I remember remembering it. memories. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the uh, Men in Black series oh, where you had uh, the... Yeah, and they had the, you know, the don't push the red button and then, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that was, that was pretty cool. I, I like... I like cars when they transform to do something cool like that, but not like transformers. Like I don't want it to completely transform into like a being or something like the bond cars. Yeah. 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 See exactly stuff like that's pretty cool. You know? So it's uh, yeah. The one thing I always liked with the bond series was seeing the different models, like uh, you know, and they're always so classy too, but then, you know, very purposeful too. Right. Like the things they can do. So that was always cool. But strangely enough, because you brought up fast and furious, I never got into that stuff. I don't know. Oh, you no. I was a couple, a couple of them, but I think like after was it Tokyo Drift or whatever? Like I, I was gone after that. Like uh, I, yeah, yeah, I was done or something. Was it yeah, like, like four or something? Yeah, exactly. Like I like the first one, obviously. You know, but, yeah, uh, the first and second one, right? The second one he comes back, like it was a good one too. Yeah, but, but then after that it was just like pure downhill. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, I've seen several of them but i haven't seen them all i think they're at like nine now or maybe even more i think i also i mean as they put the rock more into the it's like come on man like uh, come on i don't need the rock in here like <laughs> I don't know. 
it's true i know they had it's it's so funny because I, I i do like him in certain movies like there's a couple uh that he's done with like kevin hart and stuff that have been you know funny but i, I got so sick of seeing him when uh very talented guy i like him nice oh, yeah. celebrity you know yeah. however there's this one movie my daughter calls it the poop movie i'm trying to remember what it is because he gets covered in poop in it ah my god the pacifier or something like that he's in this movie and uh anyway no that's vin diesel in that movie I'm mixing the two up. Look at that. I was remembering a memory. That's what I don't know. Yeah, you. <laughs> My favorite Vin Diesel's were though. Uh, was that Pitch Black? Did you ever watch Pitch Black? Oh, is that the one where he's like? Um, yeah, he's got he's got like that he can't see. And, yeah, yeah, he can only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good okay, yeah. Series. Good series. Yeah, there's there's a new one that seems like a almost like a spinoff type thing of that Bloodshot that just came out. Hmm. Uh, not too long ago. Yeah, it looks pretty good. He he basically is like um, it's actually a pretty cool concept. His wife's murdered, and then he he wants to go get revenge after the people that killed her. So he goes, tracks them down, kills them, and then he's reborn again. And then he does the same thing over again, but he's killing a different person every time. And what it is is there's this agency or group or whatever that they use him as an assassin, and they implant these memories of who killed his wife. And so he goes on this revenge path and, like, kills pretty cool yeah i don't know that is cool. I, that is cool. yeah i saw the trailer so it's on my list to watch but uh yeah, yeah. what was the name uh bloodshot bloodshot yeah yeah so it looks kind of cool you know it's like uh it's like i, I like movies that have a like twist. a unique concept or a twist yeah. yeah there's something to them that's just different you know and he, he does do good in those kind of movies though i will say because there's that one um man apart is that what it is i don't know his wife gets uh he, he goes after a drug cartel he's part of a police task force they kill his wife in revenge and then he goes after them. They're looking for El Diablo. And anyway, it's a, that one, that one's a good one. I think it's a man apart. I think so. But uh, it's a good movie. Yeah. He, he does good in certain, certain roles, you know, it's you kinda... cook anything good this weekend. We made some chili and then, you know, a little extra spice in the chili is always kind of interesting. Uh... <laughs> yeah. It makes the next few days pretty interesting. <laughs> uh, we, I did some blackened salmon. You, uh, your salmon. Nice. I love salmon. salmon yeah. 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 Anything skin on, seafood? Skin off. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I, I prefer skin on. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, yeah it, it that's just, where the it, best fat, right? Like, yeah, you, absolutely. You, you get that, you get that skin a little crispy, but yet yeah. the inside of it is still, you know, I don't like my salmon all the way cooked. I still like a little bit of rawness in there because then you got that jelloey of the fat that's yeah, still yeah, down yeah. the bottom, right where the connector of the skin it's is. Like and sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's like butter, and you can like, like yep. slurp it. Oh, it's just like uh, fish fat. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. I love it. And so me and my eldest, we, we love salmon. We love seafood. Uh, my youngest and, and my wife, not huge fans are more on the red meat side. Uh, so it's, uh, it's not often, but what I usually do is I'll make, you know, them a supper. And then later my daughter will come, you know, 11 o'clock. She's like, daddy, I think I'm hungry. You know, I need a snack or something. I'm like, how would you like some salmon? And then I do that same thing. I do that. And then we'll put like a it's Canadian thing, maybe for sure. A maple syrup glaze. <laughs> it's so good. Oh. <laughs> I knew you were good. <laughs> Put maple syrup on anything. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's so good. You even got it on your rum, Captain and maple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a maple captain. And everything. Yeah, yeah. Actually, they, no, it was a whiskey. There's a maple whiskey they have here. Oh, that's yeah. Like, those are terrible. I can't see. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. But the same company that makes it makes another one. I think it's called Gray J or something like that. It's, uh, no, that's not it. Gray Owl or something. 
I'll find it. No, you know, what? I'll send you a bottle. It's it's amazing, actually. It's it's so good, and it's not maple. This version's they do have a maple one, but uh, you know, I'll send you both. <laughs> You'll love them both. Mm. All right, are we gonna get in some yeah. tips? Yeah, we can get in. You gonna multi tip today, or are you gonna stick I, to one? I I, I want to say I'm gonna stick to one. That'd be the first show ever. Goes. So, but if I show. say I'm gonna multi tip, then I'm gonna give ten tips instead. So it's gonna. Ooh, let's not do that. Would be it's tipped out. Tip. Be tipped out. Too much tip. <laughs> All right. So, well, I, I do have one. Uh, well, okay, I got a few. But so, one, I'll do one tip, and then I'll share a strategy that my shop's going to do. There we go. That, that way, it's not two tips. It's a tip and a strategy. All right. Just the tip, and then a little little pat on the back. That's what it's going to be. <laughs> when it's all done so my one tip is um, to take a look at the quiet times and by that i don't mean uh you know a lot of people think you know what they do when their business is slow or what they do when you know there's not enough appointments on the calendar things like that but there's actually quiet times even when you're busy within your sales cycle and paying attention to when clients get quiet and what you should do the first reaction most business owners have would be to do nothing. Uh, so, for example, you send someone a message on Facebook, and how many times have we heard this? You know, oh, the guy didn't get back to me. He ghosted me. It's been two days. I haven't heard from him. Well, in that quiet period, that silence, it's important to take a look at your sales process and figure out what you should do and what you could do differently. And my recommendation is going to be to educate. So you spend a lot of your time selling. You spend your time, you know, during the initial, you know, discussion with the customer, whether it's phone call, you know, Facebook message, whatever the case may be, you're spending your time selling. The initial jerk reaction that people have is to start selling again, and they want to flip right back into selling. And that's good, but getting the timing right is important as well, because sometimes your client's just taking some time. They're not ghosting you. They're just taking some time to talk it over with their wife or whatever the case may be, but their, their lives are busy as well, which is part of the reason why they're your customer, because they're too busy to wash their own vehicle. They're too busy to take care of their own vehicle to the level you're going to do it at. So my advice is going to be to educate during this process. If they're requesting a ceramic coating, take this opportunity to tell them a little bit about, for example, Hey, the guy was asking me about putting on, you know, Trace from HyperClean. Okay. Well, in that silence period, while I've been ghosted, take that time to educate the customer on why you chose certain products and how they work for, you know, cars and different scenarios and their advantages without selling, but just educating them by sending them something saying, just checking in, wanted to give you a little background about this product you asked for, not here to sell, just wanted to let you know to help with, you know, like little did you know. Yes. Little did you know. Yeah. Absolutely. I think most of us that have been onto somebody's website, let's for instance, like, uh, you know, you, you, you might find some crazy thing on Instagram, right? Like, uh, oh, let's go with uh, Bites. Bites is a right. toothpaste that is not traditional, right? It's a, mm. it's not a tube. It comes in like little capsule type powder. Th- I don't know how to explain them, like little pills and you, you pop them in and you chew on them. And then you start brushing, right? Brushing. It's yeah. different. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought some and I was looking at some one time. Well, you know what they did and what other people, big companies have done is when they reach back out to me, they do those, like I said, those, did you know, right? Like Absolutely. those are perfect things. You could yeah. be leading them to the sale and your, did you know, could be, 
you know, hey, you were curious about three-year ceramic coating. Did you know we also have the maintenance care products here for you to buy so that you can maintain your coating with HyperClean products? Or, hey, we have a maintenance service. Did you know once you get exactly. your ceramic coating Love put it. on, we have a maintenance service that can come out every week or every other week to continue to keep you looking fresh and clean. Did you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Did yeah. You know? it, it, it kind of reframes the whole sales process for the customer. And instead of it being just, and you're another sales guy, just hammering them with more calls, more sales, more this, more that it, it focuses more on building the relationship, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's, that's hugely important. And a lot of times customers might have, so what about, what about your, did you know, and then have it be education? Like you said, did you know, and this could be a, um, you know, some people it's going to take some work, but you could do a YouTube video or you could write it out. If you think people will actually read it, most people won't read it, but uh, did you know on, here's what happens after you receive a ceramic coat? Uh, here's yeah. some things that you'll start to notice about your vehicle, right? Like this that. is what's called hydrophobics. You're going to start knowing and seeing this. Here's what it is. Here's what it's showing you. This is something new for you since you're going to be getting a ceramic coating. Hey, did Absolutely. you know that your wheels are going to stay cleaner longer? Hey, did you know, you know? Absolutely. And that's where it would be great if during your next maintenance, you know, follow up with one of your customers, you took some time with that customer and just said, hey, look, I'm looking to do a little video, you know, to educate, excuse me, new customers on what you're experiencing. Could you just, you know, 30 seconds, how's your experience been six months in? Uh, what do you enjoy most about the maintenance plan, things like that. And uh, you, you'll find that, you know, you're happy, loyal customers. They're going to be more than happy to do something like that for you. Uh, you could incentivize them, of course, but more, more often than not, if you just let them know, this is what I'm looking to do, they'll, they'll participate. And then that way you can use that material in your thing. So making a video doesn't have to be an overly complicated thing. It doesn't have to be a big production. It can be something simple, film from your smartphone, do it right there in the driveway and you're good to go. So that's a, yeah, so that would be my my one tip. Now I did promise a strategy, so not a tip, not a tip. I did just a tip. I pulled out. I pulled out. So my my strategy, my pat on the back, is something that we're gonna do is um, we're gonna become specialists. Uh, so what we've decided to do is we have our main company, of course, Auto World, and we do you know all of our range of services from you know detailing ceramic coating tinting ppf windshield replacement all that jazz what we're going to do also is sort of specialize with divisions within and one of those for example even though we hate doing it to some degree we also get paid well for it pet hair removal and the reason we're making a special department for it is because we're going to go after some dog groomers and we're going to target them specifically so that their customers who are getting their dogs groomed they obviously transport their fuzzy little friends around in something, and they're going to be able to partner up with us and offer this collective service and vice versa. When someone comes in for, you know, pet hair removal, we can recommend a grooming service as well. Um, so it's going to be kind of a, a partnership collaboration type thing, and we're going to go after them hard. But to do that, we want to have, you know, a specific landing page. We want to have a specific booking process just for those things. And what's going to happen is, more often than not, they're not just going to get pet hair removed from their vehicle. They're also going to get the whole spiel about having their car, you know, coated, having their car fully detailed, so on and so forth. So, so that's a good strategy that we're going to be targeting. 
And we're going to do that for all of our different services. So even pain protection film, there's a, a place that sells like uh, workplace safety, like vests and things like that. And uh, so we're going to be talking to them because all of their clientele are construction guys taking their trucks on construction sites. And so we're going to be talking with them. And a lot of the guys that go in there are business owners that have, you know, a team of guys that go to these job sites. And so we'll be able to talk to them about, you know, tinting their windows to, you know, protect their tools from being stolen, but then also, you know, so people don't see in, but then also paint protection, you know, rock chips and things you'll find at a construction site. So, so it's these kinds of things, but becoming hyper-specialized in certain things and in going after that market as, you know, the industry leader in that particular service uh, really helps rather than just like, oh yeah, we focus on helping everybody with everything, letting them know that's what we're going to focus on for you, get the foot in the door, and then we hit them with everything. But uh, not a tip, strategy, strategy. <laughs> so you can do this too. Just think of things you offer and businesses that could benefit or their customers in your area. Go to Google, punch in pet groomers near me, and you're going to get a massive list. Um, and so you can you can do that regardless of what town you're in. Every every city's got dogs and cats and you name it. So anyway, not a tip, strategy. <laughs> All right, Marty, like what do you Good got one. for us? Good one. All right. Thanks. My tip is going to be learn to merge. I'm sure if you're like most people in your highway system, there's always somebody that you're going to have a problem with, or you're the one that's causing the problem, right? Mm. Like merging's oh, oh, Sean's the bad merger. Here we go. <laughs> oh, now the truth comes out. You're the bad merger. I mean, come on. It's 2023. Can we not learn how to merge? We'll never <laughs> as a society and as drivers never. ever learn how to merge. But your tip <laughs> is to learn how to merge, right? Merge. The tip, uh, learn how to merge is because, you know, you do have to quote unquote, stay in your lane, mm. right? But you're going to merge in and create a new lane. Yep. What I mean by is there's a lot of people that will yell and scream and they'll clash at car washes, right? Mm. Rightfully so, I guess, right? It's manual service versus automatic service. The manual would be the detailer. The automatic service would be the car wash, right? So, you know, those aren't really lane compatible, but mm. who would be? Who would be lane compatible? And that would be, well, that'd be the, the guy that goes to the car shows. That would be the guy that loves to take care of his car and really cares about what his car is means to him, what it means to his family, mm. what it means for people to look at. And he is in dire need, more processes, more understanding of how to do a better job. What's the new technology that's come out? So stay in your lane. Stop complaining about car washes. It's not your competition. And start mm. trying to figure out how you can build relationships, how you can develop a long-term uh back and forth processing of information, giving of information back and forth with people in local car clubs, right? So if you want, what'd you call it? That's your tip. What's the, the pro, what'd you call it? What's the next, the next part of it? Strategy. Right? Strategy. Or you just can just say as part of the tip, here's how you would put it all the way. Okay, no, uh, so strategy would be, my, mine is actually, I, I found a, a really cool, I've talked about Facebook groups before. They are really good. If you got a, a Porsche club, it's, it's, it's a little bit tougher to get into them. 
Mm. One that I have found to be more wide open, and I, I found one specifically here in, in Tulsa, is called 918 Car Meetups. Uh, mm. You could probably, right, put in your zip code. I mean, your phone, your area code. Put in whatever, car meetups, right? These people are the ones that are actually the most active from what I found. And here's the kicker. These people are actually looking for two things. Some actually, and I have found multiple posts inside of these groups where they go, hey, I really need a detailer. What do you guys recommend? These are car people, right? This is this is the lane you need to be merging yeah. into, right? Yeah. These are saying, people that want their cars taken care of and they like their cars. So local car meetup groups on Facebook is where I'm seeing a lot of success here for me and vice versa, not just wanting to use the service. So many people are looking for what do I do right now? This economy and what's happening and everything is going on. This is the right time. If you have that hinkering, to start looking at how do I offer more to people, mm. more than just my service. If I'm going to merge into a lane and have all these people, because as a detailer, when I get into the car clubs, when I get in the car show scene, most detailers don't do well because they want to yell at people, right? Yeah. Detailers are right. You're wrong. Eh. If we merge in to where we talk about processes and just help educate and then we also have a hyper clean product that we could recommend go along with it. Ooh, 100%. it goes both ways. That's a great merge for not only me as the detailer who I'm going to see multiple people in there going, well, I, I need my car service. You're also going to have a lot of people that need to know how to just clean the car. And then they're going to go, well, what do I use? Yeah, exactly. Merge, merge, yeah. merge your lanes. These are and people that, really want to learn more about how to take care of their car and you will benefit from it when you merge in with them. Absolutely. Cause yelling at the guy that probably isn't going to use you anyways, cause he wants to clean his own car. Yelling at him is not going to help anything. Arguing with him is not going to help anything. It'll probably just make you look like an idiot and you're going to lose any potential business from people that see it. But then also that customer or well, potential customer for buying products from you is now gone versus you know if you actually open a dialogue with them you're absolutely right merge that lane and then now you're a detailer who also sells car care products right so that's where become a distributor and so anyone looking into something like that reach out to marty he can definitely help you get set up with that absolutely and these car clubs are really easy to find absolutely and uh and it, it sometimes too it's not even just you know like a lot of people think it's oh it's got to be like exotic cars or something fancy no, yeah. no it's Every, like here, for example, where we are, I, I've got some clients, they've got some Jeeps and they're huge on their Jeeps. There's massive Jeep communities. Oh my God. The things that these guys do to their Jeeps and, and some of them, they don't keep them in pristine condition. They beat the living hell out of them because they're like, that's my Jeep. That's what I do with it. But when they get back home after that long weekend, you know, they, they do want to keep it clean and they want to do this and that. And they, they actually do care about their vehicle. Uh, but these guys are passionate. And that's the most important thing here is that their passion is going to be something that you can take advantage of for a sales side um, rather than if you argue with them, you're going to get that same level of passion, but in a negative way. So instead get that passion in a positive way. Absolutely. Yeah. Learn how to merge. I like that. That was a good strategy. <laughs> that was a good tip. That was, oh Jesus. Oh, I was remembering a memory. Sorry. 
<laughs> no, that, that, that was good. Though. You were remembering a memory of a tip and you go, oh, that was a good tip. Like, I, was always I don't think we want to know about that, Sean. Even though always... we're off the clock, that's a memory we don't want to know about. <laughs> that's fair. I was always the giver, though. That's fine. I was... <laughs> it's the French in me. <laughs> but <laughs> no, good, <laughs> good tips, though. And I think that, uh, yeah, so yeah, learn how to merge. Definitely is going to be more beneficial for your business. Um, and it, you're so right, though, on that note, uh, because when I bought my truck, I joined a group, a Land Rover group, and there's some guys in there. I thought for sure, like, I'm not going to find any business in here. I initially just jumped in because I was having a problem with my rear view camera. Joined the group. It's amazing how many people in there have messaged other members and are just posted. And they're like, hey, guys, looking for someone that can do this or do that. I, I found some. It's kind of a weird thing. But, like, I found one guy. He wanted to put a, a hitch on his. And I recommended him to this guy that we work swap with who does hitches, sent that to him. And that guy was like, oh, you know what? I completely forgot. I got some people that are looking for detailing. He was just so busy. Like detailing is not his business. So he just was busy. And he sent over this list of people to call up on. And it was, it all started for, it was kind of a zigzag how we got there. But uh, see, I learned how to merge. That's what it was. See, I'm a good merger. <laughs> Anyways, thanks marty good tips uh yeah this was a this was a good one guys uh replay this for sure pay attention and marty when's the next points of polishing podcast three times a week man monday we wednesday go. uh friday yeah so there's one tomorrow guys tune in well depending on when i post this but i'll, I'll try and post it today <laughs> now i have to post it today that's what's gonna happen all right tune in tomorrow as well because there's some awesome information on there as well and uh thursdays you guys are still doing the uh that's the community pub or did i get those mixed up Okay. Yeah, community pubs every Wednesday night, seven thirty. Oh, Wednesday. Oh, jeez. Okay. So it airs on Thursday. Uh, that's why I always get confused. Okay, because Thursdays I'm free, Wednesdays I'm not. Got to switch it to Thursday, man. You got to do. You got to do a double header. No, no double dip. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll see what I can do. But uh, everybody else, tune in for sure. Pines Polishing Podcast as well. We're signing out here, the Off the Clock Show, and reach out to Marty and talk to him about how you can get to be a distributor, so you can. Uh, learn how to properly merge don't merge like sean <laughs> all right man i'll see you next week appreciate your time marty all right cheers